The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I once spoke about this topic and a doctor from New Jersey came over to me and he told me a Misa with his mother, an elderly woman. He said, my mother had a heart condition. This is what the doctor from Jersey is telling her. My mother had a heart condition. And as a result, she didn't know if she could take a particular medicine, Erev Pesach. Is it Chometz or not? So she called her Moshe Feinstein, Erev Pesach. The busiest person on the planet. On the busiest day of the Jewish year. Maybe that in Erev Yom Kippur. And Reb Moshe, with the patience of Reb Moshe, told her why it's not a problem and why it's not chametz and why she could take it. All the patience, all the brachas, all the good wishes. And even in a good yard, the doctor told me my mother called her Moshe, heir of Pesach, I'm not kidding, for well over 20 years. Now I'm speaking in front of many Rabbanim Chashuvim. Imagine if a Rav gets the same phone call every pace after a quarter of a century. I don't know that after a number of years we'd be answering the same way. The same patience. Reb Maisha. It's not chametz, why it's not an issue, why you could take it. One year, the doctor told me my mother was getting elderly, a bit forgetful, and she forgot to call Reb Maisha. It was two hours before Yantif. And the phone rang in her home. And she picked up, and the voice on the other end said, it's Moshe Feinstein calling. Are you okay? I didn't hear from you, and I was so concerned. And only after she reassured Reb Moshe that she was okay and she forgot to call, after he was no longer worried and concerned, did he reiterate what he did for a quarter of a century, why you could take the medicine, why it's not an issue, why it's okay, why it's not close, and venture on a good yard. Could you imagine? I maybe shouldn't say this publicly. I don't know. They say TMI, too much info. If I would come home and my wife, my Rebbitson, would tell me that I got out of a phone call, that's exciting news. There's a call I don't have to make. Uh, Sometimes maybe men could relate. Like you come to show and you find out, no tachron today. Meinich on a Monday and Thursday. That's how you feel. Ramosha, the busiest man in the world on the busiest day of the year. All that was on his mind was, are you okay? Are you all right? I didn't hear from you. I need you. I just want to be Messiah. I want this story. I'm sorry. I never did this before. <laughs> but I'm not Miss. I wasn't Messiah yet. <laughs> it says the worst thing a speaker could do is get up and speak a second time. <laughs> so, with Gershon Weiss, you remember him? This is for you, for your Gershon Weiss, very close to Ramesh, very, very close to Ramesh. He told me after Ramesh was into the following story. He said there's a woman in Barapak yesterday, so yesterday I was in Lakewood, I spoke in Lakewood, and a lady came up to me. She said she's a daughter of Rabbi Gershon Weiss. And the story exactly as I heard from Ramesh after Ramesh, Rabbi Gershon Weiss, 36 years ago, Ramesh was left to. She said, Fine, so they lived on 18th Avenue, a two-family house on 18th Avenue. Gershon Weiss was upstairs, downstairs, the Hasidish couple. With a number of children. I know the last name. Like you said, I won't say the last name. We'll call him Cohen. The kids are... Yeah, right, sir. They live downstairs. And the lady had a very severe case of MS, multiple sclerosis, and she became pregnant. And the doctor said if she goes through with it, it could be sarconist to for her. 
They went in those years for Moshe Bick, who was a Rav and Barapak. And Moshe Bick said he thought and thought and thought that was a Shverish Isla to tell a person to make an abortion. I can't. Moshe Bick was very close to Moshe Feinstein. So this, this answer only Moshe Feinstein can give. And they went, the husband and the wife, and I have a riot brew at this story at the end of it. They went to the east side to Manhattan, and they sat for Rabbi Shabbat. She asked all the medical details. It's too hard a Shiloh. Rabbi Shabbat always answered it in five seconds with all the sources right away. I need a couple of hours to think about it. They came back and he said, have the baby, you'll be okay, and the child will be wonderful. Yeah. A year later, Rabbi Shabbat told me he was walking down the steps. Kind of and the kids come running, they knew all about Rabbi Shabbat. Rabbi Shabbat said, Rabbi Rabbi is on the phone. He said before, he called up the lady, right? Rabbi is on the phone. He ran inside, and the lady, he wanted he to speak to this woman, to the mother. Of course, we had to, the lady had a baby. She was okay. I mean, she had a mess, and the child was okay. He said, according to my cheshman, today is your baby's first birthday. I'm calling to wish you happy birthday in many more years. Gershon Weiss ate this on the story. Of course, the next time I gave a drush in the mountains, I started with a story. The Hasidic Shabbat in the back stands up and says, It's true. It's my sis, it's my brother. I show you. They, he got married, this Bach, this child got married, the mother's still living. He got married, and his first child was named for a Mesh, name is Mesh. Wow. He called to say happy birthday. Finish your speech now, okay. <laughs> I want to tell you something that Rabbi Bender doesn't know. <laughs> We can do a lot. I'm talking going to end in a second with a word and a story. That's it. It's a word and a story. But I have to say something for 30 seconds that Rabbi Bender doesn't know. Why that story made me unusually emotional. When art school came out with the Rav Moshe book, my father's Atzali, your cousin, was very makbid. He didn't call it a book. He called it a sefer. He called it a sefer. And he went through it. My father's Atzal went through it. My father had a custom that when he came to a Dvartaira that he especially enjoyed, he took out a red pen, like a red marker, and he would mark the side of the Dvartaira. Something earned three marks, five lines, eight lines, ten lines. And I have thousands of those for him with all the marks, knowing what it was that my father particularly loved. So I have that Reb Moshe Sefer, the Art Scroll of Moshe book, and one can gladly go through it if you come visit me. And that Misa, I don't think it's with the name Reb Gershon Weiss, but that Misa is brought down in the Reb Moshe Sefer. And next to it, my father has what seems to be dozens of red lines. And he told me, now I remember when he marked up that mice. I'm not saying it now. I remember when he wa- marked it up. My father's almost coming to his 25th yards. I remember when he marked it up. And he called me over and he made me read it. And he showed me how many red marks. And he was just beyond, beyond words. From that mice that Rabbi Bender Shlita just said over your brother, Mechaim Lechaim. I have that art scroll safer on Rabbi Moshe where I cannot even, I think the only reason the red mark stopped is because the page ended. <laughs> that Misa. My father felt that that Misa was Kodesh HaKadoshim in a league by itself. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.